Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. So, in Saskatchewan, schools must obtain parental permission for children under 16 to change their pronouns, and schools must inform parents of sex education courses, with parents having the right to withdraw their children from those courses. So after that, uh, that interview, and it's available to you at globalnews.ca slash Roy Green, all our interviews are there, podcasts are there, and you can subscribe to the podcasts at globalnews.ca slash Roy Green, or wherever you subscribe to podcasts. So that interview with uh, Minister Dustin Duncan is there. And I started to get emails, so we went to the phone lines. Here's just one, one email from Adrian. The problem lays with the pervasive attitude that all parents are prone to abuse and are a danger to their own children. So the school system becomes the default for safety, and it does have a role to play, but they need to stop approaching education and child-rearing as a shared responsibility. So I went to the phones. And I'm doing it now, uh, but, but <laughs> it's, a different, it's a different angle, okay? But our phone number is the same, 1-800-263-2428. 1-800-263-2428. I expected last weekend that you'd be on the phones and you'd be addressing this particular policy in Saskatchewan. It's also in New Brunswick. New Brunswick's the first province to go there with this particular policy. And there's been pushback. There's been a, a protest with a couple of hundred people in Regina just yesterday to the Saskatchewan move. But what happened was, we started to get phone calls about what's better for children as far as the home dynamic is concerned. And it was about something completely different. Callers brought up the point or the question of what's better for children, what's better for their mental health, what's better for their development. What's better for their sense of security? What's better for their sense of self-identification? And here was the question, which is better? One parent staying at home and working essentially from home as the stay-at-home parent, while the other parent leaves the home each day and works somewhere else outside the home and brings an income in. So it becomes effectively, as we've talked about many times over the years, the one-income family reality. As the stay-at-home parent who does a lot of work at home, including being there for the kid or the kids, does not make an income. Now, things have changed since the, we talk, first talked about this 30 years ago. Now there's online opportunity to, to, to earn income. But the fundamentals of the question are unchanged. And the fundamentals of the question are this. And I just said it a minute ago. What is a better reality for the child or children? One parent stays home while the other parent leaves the home to work. Not saying that if you stay home, you're not doing work. Yes, you are. But what's the better reality for the kids, a one-income family or a two-income family? That's the fundamental question. What's the better option for children? Having one parent at home 
at all times or childcare. What's better? Now, I know some people are going to say, look, it's not possible during these economic times for a one-income family to even exist. I'm going to bet you however many loonies I have in my pocket. This is a metaphoric bet. But there are one-income families listening to this program right now. Parents who made the decision that one parent was going to be home with the kids and for the kids, and the other parent was going to leave the home to work. I'll bet you. All of these economic challenges, we've talked about them in depth, we've talked about them already today. All of these economic circumstances, challenges notwithstanding, these families have made that decision. Which is not to say that families who made the decision that both parents must leave the home to earn incomes have made the wrong decision. That's, I'm not saying that. But I am asking the question of you, which is better for the child? And what are you doing as a family? And what's your experience as far as the one-income versus two-income family dynamic is concerned? We received phone calls, when we've talked about this in the past, we would receive phone calls from people who would say, hey, uh, all the kids in the neighborhood were at our house. Why? Oh, because the parent was home. So it wasn't the TV that was doing the babysitting or the, or the, or the child care or the daycare. It was a parent, not their parent, but it was a parent. And that parent would take in, you know, for hours, the uh, sort of run an informal, I guess, daycare. And I want to get too deeply into this without involving you. 1-800-263-2428. And we'll take some time for this one. Because clearly you wanted to talk about it. And it's been a dynamic program in the past. So I'm sure that it's still an issue for many. Um, are you a one-income or two-income family? You know what I'm talking about now, right? Are you a one-income family or a two-income family? And what? Here's the fundamental question. What is better for the child? Parent stays home? One parent? Or both parents go to work? More money comes in if both parents are out working. But what happens to the development of the child? And is it possible in these economic times to, in fact, be a one-income family? All right? 1-800-263-2428. What decision have you made? Is it working? And how did you grow up? Was it one parent stays home? or both parents go out of the house to work. During one of our programs, it was a number of years ago, a father called in and he said, I decided, without talking to my wife, and he said, I'll always discuss everything with my wife, but I decided, the day, and this isn't a shot at childcare, okay? None of this is. I decided when I picked up my daughter, three years old, at daycare, yesterday, and she said 
to the daycare person, I'll see you tomorrow, mummy. He said, right there, I decided this is over. Okay, 800-263-2428. Katie in Edmonton. Hi, Katie. Hi, good afternoon, Roy. Uh, for the most part, I support the one, you know, one parent staying at home. There's a caveat, though. It depends upon the quality of care. And the, what I'm referring to, I live in an apartment complex. The young dad upstairs ha, uh, is a stay-at-home dad, from what I can tell. Uh, but when the, he's yelling at the children at the top of his voice with the four-letter word, you know, with, followed by you constantly, or the four-letter word, um, I would think that's emotional abuse. And these yeah, no one, no one's going to, no one's going to, Katie, nobody's going to disagree with that. But at its fundamental core, that might be redundant. At its core, is the one-income family, one parent stays home model? Do you think better for kids? It's better for kids again, depending upon the quality. I've got you. What was your experience? What was your experience? I went through both. I was, we were both working and then uh, he was out of work and at home. Uh, it was good for the kids, but again, it depends upon the quality of care mm-hmm. being given by that stay-at-home parent. Okay, appreciate that. 800-263-2428. Susan in Burnaby. Bur- Burnaby, Roy. you're not well, in Ontario. Thank you for Susan. the opportunity. I'd phoned in a couple of weeks ago, but... Uh, yeah, I wasn't right on point at that at uh, on that uh, one. Okay, so what do you think about uh, one this one? Income family, people, they want the new this, the new that. You know, it's just frustrating because y- your kids need you. You instill the manners in your children. If you are not home, you have no, um, not jurisdiction, but um, control. You have no control over that. Daycare, wonderful. You know, my daughter works full-time. Kudos to her. She's gone through schooling. Her child was in daycare one year old. Now the child's almost going to be two, and she wanted to chew on her soother. She doesn't use a soother. But when my daughter got to, went to pick her up, the the um the staff there said, "I'm sorry, we don't allow ch- uh, children of her age to have soothers." And my blood was ready to boil. At the end of the day, the daycare spaces are so few and far between. You have to say yes, ma'am, no, ma'am, and yeah. I mean, and so- close to them too, they say, "Oh, only health healthy food." At the daycare. Well, again, who are you to tell me what I'm doing? Yeah, but Susan, Susan, there's a, Susan, there's a choice to be made, right? Absolutely. This is what this and is it, about. What is the better? What is the better environment? What is the proper choice? And it changes from family to family, situation to situation. But ultimately, what is the better choice for the child? What? Did, how? When you grew up, when you were a child, what was the dynamic in your family? If I may oh, ask. Oh, absolutely. My mother stayed home. Absolutely. Did I like my mother? Not so much. But, you know, she instilled in me great manners, a good worth ethic. I'm a kind person. Um, 
you know, I'm very loving to my kids, and my daughter's passing that down to her ch- her child. Why is your daughter? If I I don't want to pry too no. much, but I, I just need to ask questions. Yes. Why has your daughter decided, and maybe her partner in life decided, to 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 have a two year old in daycare? Is is it is it just the economy that's causing the issue for them? No, no. I mean, you know, they have great rent, Roy, right now. Uh, they make you know between them one hundred and thirty five thousand. Mm-hmm. Can't afford a house, <laughs> but um, their rent is wonderful because we're they're an MVC. Uh, you know, Metro Vancouver housing, and they're paying 1200 for a townhouse, and that's heat included. Mm, no. And, you know... But that, but your, your your fundamental point is that it's better for the child if it's a one-income family. Absolutely. Okay. Are you not going to go on vacations? No, you're not. Are you going to have a great pension? Probably not. But okay. those kids will give back down the line, right? Thank you, Susan. I appreciate it. Burnaby, British Columbia, from Burnaby, British Columbia, to Calgary, Alberta, and Owen on the Roy Green Show. Please, Owen, go ahead. Your thoughts. Hey, thanks for taking my call, Roy. My pleasure. Yeah, I was a single parent, I don't know, 15 or 16 years. Uh, still am, actually, but because uh, you never stop being a parent. But, I mean, I, I changed my lifestyle. I mean, I took a job working nights, uh, found somebody I could trust, give free rent and live in the house. And uh, so I was always there for the kids when they got up in the morning and make them breakfast and go take them to school. And then I'd sleep while I were in school. And I was always home when they, when they came home after school. I mean, we went without, honestly, my kids knew there was no Santa pretty early because, uh, just didn't have the money for those luxuries. So, uh, but you know, just want to say, you know, there, there are things that could be changed to, to make it more, uh, a lot easier for parents to stay at home. It's like, there's certain things I don't understand. Why is the personal exemption on your taxes 97.50 when the co- when poverty level is 31,000? Well, you know, I don't know I, if it, Owen, I don't know if it's still the truth, but it was a few years ago. It may well be today that you can deduct your childcare expenses at income tax right. time, but you cannot deduct your, well, you know, the, the, your work that you do in the house if you're at home and you're looking after the kids. They don't let well, you deduct that. Well, and that's my point. Why isn't there, uh, I mean, why, why don't they have income splitting so that, Hello? Okay, yeah, we're getting we're getting a little I understand where you're going with this, but we're getting a little off track. How old are your kids? My kids now, oh, they're grown up now. My oldest is getting married in September. He's 33 and my youngest is turning 30 in December. So if I were to so. talk to your kids right now, right now, not set up nothing, just have a conversation with them and I were to say, "Do you appreciate what your dad did?" in order to be in the home every day, there for you when you woke up and when you went to bed at night and when you needed to be fed? What would they say? Oh, you know what? And I'll just say this. They tell me every single day that they love me. There you go. There you go. So, you know, and... And, and, uh, and was the what? sacrifice, Owen, was the sacrifice worth it to what? you? When you become a parent, you have to realize that it comes with sacrifices, and and people realize it or not, and a lot of people are selfish. Um, but I mean that that your children, when you your life changes, and your children have to come first. You're a good guy. You're a great guy. Thanks, Owen. Thank you for the call. Thanks, Roy. All the best. 
Betty in Vancouver on the Roy Green Show. Hi, Betty. Hi. Uh, yeah, I raised four kids and a lot of their friends who were able to come to my house whenever they felt like it. Some of them stayed. Uh, but the real issue with this is that when you get two parents going out to work, you get three more taxpayers. You get the father, the mother, and the daycare worker. And they're all paying taxes to a government that seems to have an insatiable ability to spend our money on ridiculous things. That's a very interesting point. I've heard it before. That, and and that just, that, does that not just bring us to what we were questioning earlier about whether in today's economic climate with the inflation, with the interest rates, with everything going up, whether in fact it's possible for families now, particularly if they have multiples of kids, to have one parent stay home? I mean, is that well, fiscally, is that fiscally possible? Yeah, if everybody agreed that they'd had enough mm-hmm. of our swollen ridiculous form of government that's bleeding us all dry. I don't know why you would say that. that. we would have a revolution. Betty, why would you, would, Betty, why would you say that? They only hired 98,000 more public servants since Trudeau came to power. And they will <laughs> tax them too. Yes, thank you so much for your call. Yeah, since Mr. Trudeau came into office, 98,000, 98,000 additional Public servants, 98,000. Our entire Canadian military consists of 63,000 men and women. 98,000 new public servants, though, since 2015. Hey, it's okay. It's okay, right? Sherry is in Manitoba near, where are you? The White Shell. White Shell, okay. Hi, Hi, Sherry. Thanks for your call. Thanks for taking my call. It's just so nice to get the chance to talk to you, Roy. Oh, my pleasure. The reason that I want to call in, I just want to share a couple quick points related to the um, stay-at-home parents. Mm-hmm. I just want to encourage young parents, based on my own personal experience, both growing up and raising my two children. My children are now adults, and they have told me several times they are so grateful that I sacrificed to stay home. We did. We couldn't go to Mexico, but we went camping. We had one car. Everything is a I hate to say this, it may sound offensive to some, but it is actually boils down to your priorities. If raising your own children and making sure they're loved and cared for is your priority, then you know what? The granite counters, Instagrammable minivans and stuff kind of take a second. They're not as important. And our place was also the gathering because I was home. And I wouldn't trade it for the world, even though we had secondhand furniture many times. We couldn't keep up with the Joneses. I'm very grateful. I just want to encourage young parents that it's worth the sacrifice. Trust me, you can. I've been able to buy all the fancy stuff later on, my career advance later on, and it will all work out if you put your kids first. You know, Sherry, if anybody is offended by what you said, you said it could be offensive to some, then the problem is theirs, not yours. That's true. I just know that people are a little sensitive when when their priorities don't line up with what their heart knows is right. But mm-hmm. that's, the, uh, you know, that's just my opinion. Yeah, but, but we're, uh, we're not, we're not attacking the two income family. No, here. We're no, just looking, I'm we're asking what's best for the kids, right? Yeah. No, I'm just encouraging them. If my kids were, my kids are adults now, but if they could call in right now, they would say, 
as the kids that went through it, maybe we didn't have fancy stuff, but they wouldn't have traded it for the world because they felt safe and they knew their mom was home. Thank you, Sherry. Appreciate the call. Thank you. Thank Enjoy you. the rest of your show. I will. Okay. Thanks so <laughs> Bye. much. Bye. Thanks Bye. so much. Uh, Greg is in Lucan, Ontario. How are you, Greg? I'm fine, Roy. How about yourself? Excellent. Yeah, your uh, your previous caller just pretty summed up what I was going to say, but uh, my experience has been the same, where uh, my wife and I sacrificed a lot, you know, uh, to raise the kids, and one of us is always there. Let me ask you a question. Gonna... I'm sorry to interrupt, but can I ask you a question? Did you consider it sacrifice at the time? Oh, no, no, absolutely not. I didn't think so. No, this is what we, I was raised, uh, my wife was raised that, that way, where there's always someone at home. And uh, that investment paid off in dividends. Um, like, the, our children were not, not one day uh, left out of daycare. And we had not gone on, my wife and I went on our honeymoon, and we hadn't gone on a trip until like 20, near 25 years later, until we knew our children were raised proper, everything was taken care of for them get them on their way. And you know what? That relationship today with our children is golden. I mean, they call us, they want to do things with us. We're so tight. And, um, and it's just sort of a continuing, hopefully we can, inst- we instill that into them when, you know, when they start having their families and that. Um, but man, you know, I think a lot of the problems with young people today is because they're, they don't have that. You know what, you, you know what, you know, Greg, you put a lie to the, uh, to the, uh, favorite narrative for some people, that somehow parents are a threat to their children <laughs> and it's been accepted by, by some folks. Um, and, uh, you put a lie to that, you know? You, uh, yeah, I, I, you do. I, I couldn't imagine why anybody would think that way. Like it just, uh, it seems backwards to me when people would think that way. I, I don't know. Like, you know, we all see society, how it changed, right? Uh, and again, uh, I look at uh, the young people today and, and some of the issues they're having, and a lot of that, I think, is to do with, uh, they're not, I guess what I'm trying to say, really, in a nutshell, is, and I know even mm, my niece and nephews, some of them, they want it all, and they want it all now. Yeah. Can, I say, can I just summarize what I think your relationship with your kids are? Yeah, sure. If you were to call them right now and they saw your number displayed, they wouldn't say, oh, I'm not answering it's him. They would say, oh, good, it's dad. Oh, absolutely. There you go. Yeah. There you go. We have a conversation on the phone for like, you know, with something small would turn into an hour or two. It's Fantastic. Fantastic. Great stuff. Thank you, Greg, in Lucan, Ontario. Uh, Diane's in British Columbia. Diane, where do you want to take this? Oh, I am so in favor of the parents staying home. Uh, I left a career to stay home for my girls and best decision ever. I just, I just don't think that any daycare as good as their intentions are and as well as they're trained can replace the love of a parent. And you, it goes beyond that. It's, it's, they're sick. They get to stay home. They don't get pushed to a daycare when they're sick and then get all those kids sick. You know, I don't have to worry about trying to balance, oh, I'm calling in sick at work today because my child is sick. I get to give them the attention and the support that they need to develop as eventually adults. And um, I just think it's the best choice ever. Yes, you don't have the same financial picture as, as the people around you, but that's temporary. That's not forever. Thank you so much for your call.
And you're welcome. Thank you, Diane. Can I add a little bit? Yeah, sure, um, please. Just a little bit more to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that it's also really good for the community because there's a parent that's home that's going to the park, that's walking the street, that's taking her kids down, you know, that knows who's home and who's not home for the whole security of the neighborhood. And then you get to know the seniors who are also home so that, that you have an intergenerational type of um involvement for your kids even if they don't have a grandparent that lives close by i there's just so many pluses to it i i am so glad we made that decision and i wouldn't change it if you want to hear more subscribe to the roy green show on apple podcasts google podcasts spotify stitcher or wherever you find your favorites and if you like what you hear leave us a review and tell a friend i'm roy green have a great weekend 